This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It was Christmas Eve, babe, on the Zoom call. And Thomas said to me, won't see another one. And then he sang a song, McCartney's for you. And turned my face away. And dreamed about Alf Got on a lucky one Now the podcast is fun I've got a feeling This year's for review review So happy Christmas I love you Bardwell don't kill yourself with an axe When all our dreams come true And we're gonna cut when, <laughs> when was that sent? So I just want to say that was Fairy Tale of New Host song parody by Connor Finnegan. The uh, okay. So Connor goes, sending this to you on the 23rd of May. So it should just be so it right. should be just in time for Christmas of 2023. Wouldn't that be nice? Um that's really fucking bizarre. Christmas um, in August. That was haunting. I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that one. From the rooftop today. Just the one. <laughs> I'm going to play that one song. going to walk, going to haul my boombox No, 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 up. from the rooftop, not the rooftops. No. As is, you know, the normal phrase. How would I do it from more than one rooftop at a time? Parkour. Yeah, I definitely look like a guy who, who wouldn't hurt himself doing that. <laughs> Alfredi! Uh, Hi. Hey. Okay, hey. you already are pissed to be here. I'm so pissed to be here. No, I'm not pissed, really. I'm excited. I'm excited um, because you know why? We're over our heat stroke. Because, we are out because of days. AC of- <laughs> is off, and yet I am not drenched. Yeah. I feel yes. vaguely normal, yes. even though the AC is not on. And that yes. is a good place to be. So let's set an intention. Let's set an intention for the okay, episode. Okay, what's this episode going to be? Episode what's, gonna this be? Episode? what's this episode? I think this one, I think one, this one is going to be This one's gonna be magical. Ooh, I kind of like that. I think this one's going to have maybe a little whimsy, a little uh, sparkle, Mm. but it's going to be magic. This is going to be our sparkliest episode (laughs) ever. 
<laughs> Alf, what's new with you, bitch? Oh my god, are you kidding? I burped. What? Am I not allowed to burp anymore? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean it's uh, what's to do with me? Um, I just did laundry <laughs> today. You see that pile of laundry? Um, I was watching. I haven't folded it yet. Okay. It's gonna be wrinkly now, isn't it? Okay. Well, some of it doesn't matter if it's wrinkled, right? Okay. No one. Well. Oh, you care if your socks are wrinkled? No, but that doesn't just look like socks. No, it is. No, that is. I did did two loads in the washer and it was all socks. (laughs) Okay, you got me. Yeah, there's some shirts in there. Yeah, some that would even normally be hung up by now, but it's. How's your new place? You're settling into your new place. No, it's not. How is settling into your new place? It's good. I'm. I'm. I'm adapting to being on the fourth story of a walk up. Um, I, uh, you know, every time I really have to think about when I'm going to take the trash out, you know what I mean? If I take the trash out, it's like, I'm going to go do it on my way out the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not just yeah. going to take the trash out, you know? Cause I'm yeah. not going down four flights of stairs and back up four flights of stairs just for the fuck sure. of it. Okay. <laughs> Ask <laughs> though you might. <laughs> Ask uh-huh. though you might. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's nice. I've just was watching billions um and like debating. <laughs> okay, I swear I heard a knock at the door. Can you imagine? Someone goes, Hey, hey, I'm your new neighbor. Um Oh my god. I heard you talking about um Billions. I was wondering if we could hang out and watch it together. Watching billions <laughs> and I just wanted to say I think uh that's just something that happened to me um this week is that somebody Told gave me, you a billion dollars. told me I look like a billionaire. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they said, holy shit, are you rich? You kind of look like a billionaire. Someone's stopping you on the street? Whoa, sorry. It's just, you look like a billionaire. No, I did have an insane interaction, though, this week, which was, it was at a Starbucks, and the barista, she goes, I walk up, first thing she says to me, you look like a young Jim Gaffigan. I go, ha, 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 ha. young Jim Gaffigan. All right, calm down. And then <laughs> I go, huh? Uh. She can tell that it's like not the best news I've ever received. She goes, <laughs> yeah. "This is the most insane thing anyone's ever said." Oh no! Don't worry, you're way thinner than he is. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, yeah, because that was my issue. Oh, my God, um, Alfred. And, you know, it's okay, because there will come a time when they stop saying young Jim Gaffigan. You're I was right. going to say, yeah. <laughs> and it'll just be, hey, you look like old look Jim, like Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. <laughs> you look like a really old version of Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> you look like Jim Gaffigan 30 years from now. Do a Jim Gaffigan impression right now. Hi, I'm Alfred. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, something that happened to me this week. I got four moles removed. I got four moles removed. I'm back on my mole shit. I'm back on my mole bullshit. What were they like uh digging up your backyard or what? Nope, digging up my skin on my body. <laughs> you got attacked by four moles? Yes, technically. 
um, no, I had my first dermatology appointment. We're back on hashtag Riley Mole Watch. Um, you guys can just skip ahead like two, three minutes. Away. Oh, and you think people want to listen to someone calling you Jim Gaffigan? Yes. Uh, it's more interesting. It is um, way more interesting no, of a no, story no. than I got to keep, I got to keep, I got to keep the listener interested in <laughs> hashtag Riley Mole Watch. Um, uh-huh. because since coming back from Fiji, I had not been, uh, it's my first dermatology appointment since yeah, yeah, yeah. being away for a couple of months. And so I did get far removed and I went to a friend's birthday party, a friend of the pod ended life, Irene Walton. I went to Irene Walton's birthday party last night and I forgot that I just have all of these band-aids all over my arms and <laughs> neck and chest. I got talking. I, I made a new friend, and like uh, somehow dermatology came up. I swear to God, it wasn't me. Yeah, and that I'm seems like, oh, fucking likely, doesn't it? No, it really, <laughs> it really wasn't. And she was like, "Oh," and I said, "I'm like, oh, funny, funny enough, I got four moles removed like two days ago." Funny and enough that I like, should mention dermatology. I actually no. just got. And she goes, she goes, "Oh, I was kind of wondering what those band aids were. I thought they were skin cancer, but I didn't want to bring it up." And I said, "Well, girly, here's hoping it's not." <laughs> I thought it was skin cancer, <laughs> but I didn't. The idea that you would see somebody with a Band-Aid and go, oh, poor thing. Must be skin no, cancer. I, I honestly, I didn't blame her because they're so random and it's like she very clearly knew. You know what that, I would like, think? And if you're listening to this, girl, I hope by now I've gotten the. She's um, not. First of all, you don't need to worry. She said she would. Right. She said she would. You know how many people have told me that in my life? <laughs> Anyway, um, you know so what I would think if I saw you with four. It's really days? painful because I have I got one removed on the base of my neck where the skin is thin, and so it really fucking hurts. I would think first fell through a window. That would probably be okay. my first guess. Second attacked okay. by wasps. Okay. Third skin cancer. There is skin cancer, but Alf, we're not. No. Sorry, I keep no. Let me cut we're you really... off. Let me cut you off. We're not here to talk about skin cancer today. I'm sorry. I just yeah, as have much to... as I want no, to, as much no, as no, I no. want to get on my soapbox and tell everyone to go yes, get their skin checked. I do have to. Would it shock you to learn that I haven't been to the dermatologist in three years? Alfred, you no, need I know. To go. No, I have an appointment. I have an appointment. Pray for me. <laughs> okay, um, but we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> Are we going to need to start hashtag Alfred Mulwatch? Okay, prayer warriors. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said because we have a, a, a hashtag on Twitter hashtag Riley Mulwatch. Do we need to start hashtag Alfred Mulwatch? Um, no. Okay. Riley Mulwatch to- was like when you were remember when you were obsessed with that fucking show, The Mole. <laughs> I still love them all. That was Mole Watch. That <laughs> was Riley, Riley Mole Watch. That's me live that tweeting, watching every, the Netflix every day series, The Mole. When mall. Dan, you got home from work, he was like, oh, I guess it's another episode of Hashtag Riley Mole Watch. Hashtag Riley But we're not no, here we to got, talk about. No, we got we're not. Hashtag no, Riley I'm sorry. Watch, and we got Hashtag Riley Watch Mole. Yeah. <laughs> so God, don't get him confused. And then now we have to have Watch Riley Mole, which is um, <laughs> where we set up a live stream of them cutting <laughs> your moles off. Me digging in the off. garden. Oh, okay. Watch Riley Mole. We're here to talk about But we're not here to talk about No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I hate to cut you off. I hate to care. cut you off. It's okay. So when we were talking about what Wait, we, you know, the doggy topic for this daycare week, was the topic. Shut up. I thought it was Renaissance Fairs. All of my reviews are for the uh, 2003 Eddie Murphy film, Daddy Daycare. <laughs> um, when we were talking uh, right? the other day, 
uh, sounds right. When we were like, what what episode should we do? What topic should we do? And Alf goes, uh, it's summer, uh, doggy daycare. No, no, that's not what I did, first <laughs> no, of all. No, you did say, you did say, it's August. What about the auggy doggy, no, the dog days of I, summer, exactly, doggy daycare? Exactly. That's literally what okay, happened. Yeah, yes. that, but that, you see how that's a more logical than mm, August, <laughs> doggy daycare. <laughs> Alf. Talk to me about doggy daycare, baby. Oh, I mean, a life hack, white pair for an Airbnb, when you could just <laughs> hang in a kennel. No, I don't do that. Um, I've never... I don't do that. No, I don't actually that do that. That was so judgy, as if, like, you know, Ugh, like, I don't no, do that. I don't do that. I, look, I know people who do that, and trust me, I don't do That's that. That's not me. Um, no, I don't really, uh, I don't really have a dog, uh, <laughs> um, so I don't really partake very often the closest my main experience uh don't say i don't partake in doggy daycare that's a psycho thing to say my main interaction with doggy daycares over the years is actually from when i was a dog walker i used to walk dogs um for money and for fun and uh sometimes you would be like you know it wasn't that unusual that you would pick a dog up from from home (laughs) <laughs> forgets the word for house uh, for the big building where they live and your responsibility for the day your walk as it were uh, would be taking them from house to doggy daycare you know what I mean like uh-huh. he, he, like so the mom doesn't have to worry about that trip it's just yeah. you know it's kind of like you know when a babysitter takes a kid to school or picks a kid up from school you know that was also often you would go to the doggy daycare get the dog bring the dog back to the um, house. If you just want to cut ahead, listener, you can just <laughs> cut like fifteen. No, and if you want to hit the back 20. button to hear that again, it was so <laughs> fascinating. Um, but yeah, and so I, my main experience with doggy daycare is trying to convince these people to give a stranger a dog because <laughs> I'd walk in and oh I'd be like, God. "Oh, I'm here for uh, oh my God. Merlin," <laughs> and they'd be like. <laughs> Yeah, just let me give Merlin's mom a call real quick just to yeah. make sure. And I'm like, no, no, trust me. I- I'm here for him. Uh, okay, sir. Which one give is he? Which one is he? Uh, uh, he's a lab. All right, you're coming with me. They, they arrest me. They arrest me on site. Um, but yeah, so that's my main experience with doggy daycare. And I was always appreciative that they were, you know, they didn't trust me because, you know, I wouldn't trust me. Yeah. Um, you sure don't. I don't. Fucks it. Yeah, there it is. You. What's your experience um, I, with doggy daycare? I don't have a dog, which I did. I uh, used to live nearby a doggy daycare, um, and it was it it was one that I always appreciated it because it had glass on the outside, so you could the dogs you could just watch the dogs as you went by. So I would often stand outside of that building. You know, if I was walking home or walking around, I would stand outside and just kind of watch the little rascals 911. play. She's back. I would just she's there again. She's, she's in the I window. I loved it. She's and just there staring. was the room with the little dogs and the room with the big dogs. And uh, they just, you know, it was great. I think one time I, they should just, you know, put them all in one room, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I do remember, so uh, when the wildfires, the Woolsey mm. wildfires were happening a couple years ago, mm. um, and my... I was in I was in Boston. I was in college at the time. But I remember okay. coming home for uh, winter break, and that was I think around when the fires were happening. And so my family we were evacuated because of the fires, and um, they were like just my family was like living out of a hotel for a couple of weeks, and because we had three Irish wolfhounds at the time, which are huge fucking dogs, um, Big, they boys. were put in. 
Uh, doggy daycare. They were put in like a doggy daycare slash boarding place. It was where you could leave them for a couple days at a time. And the doggies were, I think, very happy. I, I appreciate a place that it's like hmm. you get to have um, video. There's like a live video yeah. stream of the dogs um and like they send updates and stuff like that that i feel like is very nice um but i don't know i i can imagine being a dog owner and being very selective about it's like you know like what's gonna happen i'm leaving my dog somewhere for hours maybe days and it's like not even that you don't so basically what i'm trying to say is i got there's one place i found when i was looking at reviews that they have like they they're very selective like they can turn certain dogs away that's awesome based on personality which i did not know that that was a thing i truly thought it was like here's my money take my dog um and they're expensive too um you know like they're 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 you know it's a lot more just paying the neighbor boy to come check on the fucking thing uh which, you know, is also another method of, of having somebody look after your pets. Um, but I get it. I mean, if I ran a doggy daycare, I would absolutely turn dogs away. Because a lot of dogs... Huh. No, I'm just saying a lot of dogs are like... Huh. So, like, in the Woolsey okay. Fires, when everyone's like, yes. hey, these hotels don't allow dogs. Yes. You're turning dogs away. I'd say there's actually a place set up exactly for you, and it is 2012's A Hotel for Dogs. <laughs> Was that 2012? I've been I I, I got Daddy Daycare right. Hotel for 2009. Oh it's 2009. 2009. It's all right. I'll get it next time. But we're not we- here to talk about Daddy Daycare. <laughs> we're here to talk. Okay, I have some reviews. Do you want to start or should I? I'm gonna fucking do it. Go. Okay. Go. Uh, this one's from uh Jim T. Jim Tug of War playing with a dog. Jim Tug of War playing with a dog. Five stars. Wait, what is it, where is it for? This is for Dogtopia in Austin, Texas. Oh, of course. You can tell dogs are their first priority. He'd rather be at Dogtopia than with his boring parents. Taught Thanos to be a good boy, which Not is nice Thanos. when going out in public. Would recommend to everyone I know. Ben knows what he's doing. I hate that. Taught Thanos to be a good boy, which is useful when going in public. I don't even know where to start because it's like the um, the intonation on Ben knows what he's doing feels like a weird little like nod or uh, about like. I don't know. It's giving it's giving like early 2000s vibe movie of like, you know, this like a hot young new uh like mechanic or like, you know, whatever comes to a town and all of like the middle-aged moms are like, "Oh, he certainly knows what he's doing." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to a doggy daycare. Hi, Lisa, I'm here. Oh, Oh, you're not Lisa. No, um, pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Name's Ben. Hi, Ben. Um, I'm Christine, and, well, this is my little girl Daisy, a little Pomeranian, tiniest dog I've ever seen. Gucci Gucci. Hello, Daisy. <laughs> oh, enchanté. Um, well, I, normally, 
Shake. <laughs> oh, she doesn't know how to do that. Shake. She does it. She she does. <laughs> oh, good girl, my... Oh, <laughs> well, my my name's Christine. I was talking to your dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> silly, silly me. Would be um, weird so... for me to say good girl to a woman I just met in a professional setting. Well. Wouldn't be so weird. Anyway, um, normally I just drop her off with Lisa for a couple hours for some, you know, training. But God knows that Lisa has no idea what she's doing. Lisa's um, passed so- away. <laughs> oh, thank God. It's about time. So you've taken over the doggy daycare. That's a, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm the new manager. Yes, I've actually worked here for years. Uh, but behind the scenes, mainly taking out all the doggy garbage and you know all of that oh well you got you got a you got a face for a managerial position i must say i must ask what do you do for a living the way you reacted to the news of lisa's (laughs) death was particularly cold and i wonder what you do for work Oh, oh God, no. I'm a pharmaceutical rep. It's just all of the, you know, all of the doggy mamas in town. We just, we couldn't stand Lisa. Mm. Yeah, she was a bit of a nag. She was a huge nag, and she had no idea what she was doing in terms of dog training. Anyway, unfortunately, Ben, I have to go to work. Okay. But I feel like my- drugs won't sell themselves. I feel like my little Daisy is safe in your- Big, strong hands. I should hope so. It's my job, after all. <laughs> cut to cut to a lunch break at the pharmaceutical company with the other reps. Ladies, ladies, ladies. What? You have to start bringing your dogs back to the doggy daycare. Oh, no, not with Lisa there, that awful nag of a woman. Lisa died. Lisa died. Lisa dead? Lisa dead. Well, now I've heard everything. Lisa dead. And Ben is there now. Oh, Oh, the garbage boy. You know him? Of course. He's always there taking out the doggy trash. He's in charge now. Wow, that's quite the the fitting role. And my God, he could manage me any day, Tina. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh, you are too much. You are too much. No, he is. I gave him my little Daisy and he said, shake? Daisy has never shaken her paw in her life. But my God, as soon as she saw him, she said, oh, honey, don't just be my paw. I'll be shaking. Right, right. What else would be? Hmm? What else would be shaking? Oh, um, I guess I had, uh, maybe her, her, her tongue. Sure, you could have, yeah, yeah. I bet your knees were shaking though, weren't they? Oh, (laughs) I I was talking about her, that she, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. What matters is, believe you me, seeing Ben in this new managerial role is just going to knock your panties off. So you go bring, bring, bring your Thor over there. Oh, well. And. Thor and Loki both are going to have a fun time with Ben, I can already tell. Cut to the doggy daycare. Hi, welcome to uh, Riley's doggy daycare. How can I help you? Um, yes. I have some bad news about Thor and Loki. Oh, no. I'm going to have to take them out. You see, I need to go to a different doggy daycare. Oh, 
God, oh no, what happened? Oh, it's nothing with you. You've been excellent to me the whole time that I've been sending my pupperinos here. But, well, it's just, you know, Lisa, from the other doggy daycare. Uh, yes, I think so. She died. Oh, and God, now Ben's I'm in so charge. So sorry to hear that. No, no, she was really quite the nag. And now there's a strapping young man in charge. And well, how else am I going to meet men if not through my little boys? So time to go. <laughs> and give me my dogs. I'm on my way out. Sorry. So you're moving doggy. We've done. You've been coming to us for years. Oh, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened, darling. It's time for me to take my boys and go. Because I, I need more than anything right now is a new husband. Okay, listen, I don't know you very well. I don't think you ever actually asked for my name. Riley, I assumed. Coming. No, I don't run the doggy daycare. Oh. My name is Rebecca. Rebecca. Well, I'm sorry to say that it's time for my doggies to sashay away. You know what? Fine, if this is how you're going to be, then... What do you, you mean how I'm going to be? I think I'm being very nice. That's fine. Take your dogs. They're honestly, they kind of suck. What do you mean? They're perfect little baby angels. They are just like absolutely <laughs> rabid. <laughs> Genuinely just, foaming in the mouth. Yeah. Take them. Honestly, we keep them in a different room from the other dogs because I think they're infectious and they're incredibly aggressive. Infectious personality, that's for sure. I don't know about that. My little bundles of joy. <laughs> Cut to uh, Lisa's donkey take. Can I help you, or are you just going to stand there? <laughs> Daniel, cut this out. I forgot I was playing both characters. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yes, hello. Um... Uh, my little boys, Thor and Loki, I was wondering if I could drop them here, uh, in your strong and capable hands. Um, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that, that's fine, I don't know why you put it like that. Um, I'm, uh, I'm actually in the middle of a grooming session, so I'm just gonna, my assistant's gonna come out and finish up the rest of this one. Um, if that's alright with you, uh... Oh, um, I suppose, uh... Hi, I am Alyssa. Um, oh, no. I am training with ben, the hottest woman you've ever seen in your fucking life. You're fucking him, aren't you? <laughs> Excuse me? Ben, the manager, the owner, whatever he is to you. Uh, oh, there's no chance I'm gonna get him now. Oh my god, this is unbelievably inappropriate. Tell I me literally the truth. Woman to woman. Are you or are you not fucking him? Of course we're fucking. Have right, you seen us? Right. We're the hottest people no, you've probably ever yes, seen. Yes, yes, genuinely, yes. So why are you upset? Uh, well. Oh, what a stupid question. You wanted to fuck Ben too, didn't of you? Of course, I thought. Of course you did. You know, I could use my little precious little boys as leverage and 
start to get to know him but alas leverage honey get in line you look outside there is a line down the block of women of a certain age with oh, their dogs where did they come from oh wow i've really shit it oh hopefully they'll hopefully they'll have me back at riley's daycare i i do have a busy work-life balance to, to, to balance and oh boy i i sure hope they have room for my boys i i don't know what i'll do if the only two doggy daycares in town don't have room for me Oh, if you messed up at Riley's doggy daycare, they're never taking what you back. What do you back. mean? They, really hold, they hold grudges, oh, girl. Oh, fuck. Now I've heard everything. Oh, well, I simply must try. Thank you for your help, darling. You Are been... you okay? Oh, well, there's nothing a girl can do but try. Thank you for your help, darling. You've been nothing but superb. Give my love to Ben. I hope you enjoy that ride while it lasts. All right. <laughs> Onward, boys. <laughs> the dogs die in the street. Well, that's one problem solved. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> this headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an aura frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It, I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies about. and it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency, like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes. I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are some times when it's just my schedule is very busy, speaking of busy schedules, and I 
there are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union, what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? <laughs> if if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help Hey, podcasts! listen, 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 listen. Alpha and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there, and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But... Unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like Nick Kroll, guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than i was before good shit take a listen comedy bang bang bye it is my favorite season it's my favorite of all with a busy fall season already in swing god i couldn't be happier you might be looking for some wholesome convenient meals for jam-packed days. Oh, are you going are you going apple picking? Oh, are you frolicking in the leaves? Are you are you going to go out and like and and just have a great little crisp, crispy air walk? Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fu- fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back to crushing your goals. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Okay, Alfred, choose from 34 plus weekly flavor packed fresh never frozen meals ready to eat. And like I said, two 
minutes. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best as you tackle a busy autumn? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, ooh baby, bacon and uh, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato, bacon, and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Head to factormeals.com slash review review 50 and use code review review 50 to get 50% off. That's code review review 50 at factormeals.com slash review review 50 to get 50% off. Thanks factor meals. Did you say crispy airwalks? You know, Riley, I've talked about it before. I've talked about me forgetting I was subscribed to AMC Plus. I've talked about me forgetting I was subscribed to Stitcher Premium. But you know what else have you forgotten? (laughs) But you know what else? Do you know what else Rocket Money can do for you? It can tell you when a subscription goes up in price because they get you sometimes they'll be like oh it's only a dollar 99 and then all of a sudden it's 2.99 and 3.99 and then before you know it it's like you know you're paying eight eight million dollars a day for that subscription (laughs) service there's no way yes (laughs) a penny a day keeps the doctor away are your subscriptions draining your wallet the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions and they might not even remember subscribing to half of those. So if like you, you have no idea, literally just like me. So if you have no idea how much you're spending each month, you need Rocket Money. It's a great app and it tracks all of your expenses so you know exactly where your money is going. Exactly. You know, sweet daddy. That's the Walmart kid. Remember that? Yep. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions and monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people only think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions when in reality the closer is much number to... (laughs) Most people think they're only spending $80 a month on their subscriptions when in reality the number is much closer to $200 when you're signed up for so many things like me... It's easy to lose track of what you're paying for. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just a press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved over an average of 200... No! Over an average of $720 a year. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash review review. That is rocketmoney.com slash review review. Rocketmoney.com slash review review. Thanks, Rocket Money. Thanks, Rocket Money. That one was definitely magical. I think that intention that that we set. That one was sparkly. That one was certainly sparkly. Like the rabid foam out of the doggy's mouth. Next one's going to be even more sparkly, though. I can feel it. Okay, Alfred, we've got a five star and a one star. One star. Okay. Sorry. This is for, wouldn't you believe it, Riley's Doggy Daycare. So in the first scene, I didn't just say Riley's Doggy Daycare as like, oh, name. it's about me, Riley. It's because I was thinking about the place that I found reviews for, which is called Riley's Doggy Daycare. R-I-L-E-Y. Self-obsession is- to levels I've <laughs> never seen in any of my patients. 
This is this is a doggy daycare in downtown Los Angeles. Um, okay, so here's the thing. This one takes a little bit of so. There's a lot of back and forth oh, for fuck's on sake. this. <laughs> it's a lot of back and forth. Um, hold on. Let me start from the end. This is from. I'm gonna be jumping around just so you can get the bullet points. But there's a lot. So this is from Irene A. Irene. Irene. Irene and Reen as feast as I can. Irene and Reen as fast as I can. Yes. Okay. This is one star from Irene, Irene as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very funny. Um, why the actually there? Why the actually there? Fuck. So here we go. So basically, what's happened? So uh, the first review, which I'm not going to read, is this woman talking about how she took her dog. Uh, oh wait, sorry, cut that out. Here we go. Here we go. One star from Irene and Irene as fast as I can. I took my boy for a trial day on Monday, April 18th, 2022, and I'd have to say that the experience was disappointing. I've told the staff everything about my boy and his temperament on paper and in person. I made it clear that despite him being an alpha and displaying certain (laughs) certain alpha behaviors, one of them being bossy to other dogs over possession and food, but not a resource guarding situation since we could take them away from him and he would do nothing but cry if we did that, he would never initiate a fight as he understands social cues. I told them he would back away if other dogs snap at slash correct him. His trial was cut short due to his quote-unquote dominance. They didn't give him a chance. He wasn't even brought into the large playroom and interact with all the dogs there. He did show a dominant gesture as he nudged and briefly put his head above the other dog's neck. His trial ended shortly after that. He only met a few dogs, introduced one and one in the small outside area, and from what I saw through the camera, he showed leash reactivity at the end, which he never, ever did before. So then she goes on to talk about how she's like, my dog displayed this behavior that he's never done, and so I don't understand, and they didn't let him in the doggy daycare. So they get a response. So basically, this uh, the dog owner sent an update, being like, we found somewhere else, and the dog, like, uh, my dog was totally fine there. Even all the trainers said that this place had no idea what they were talking about. And so he loves this new place. So Angelique, who owns Riley's Doggy Daycare, sends, Hi, Irene. We're happy you found a place that works for you both. Every environment is different, and some pups act different in different environments. Ours clearly wasn't for him, and that's okay. We're just happy he's doing well. What we will say is, oh, so backstory, the woman had said that she was like, shit talking the doggy daycare on other positive reviews of this place <laughs> the business owner got mad so she goes what we will say is that we don't think it's okay to contact a direct client of ours because you disagree with their review their review was an honest review as they really liked the way we evaluated and introduced her pup to our environment and dogs as all of our clients love and trust the way we chose to handle our evaluations that is why everyone feels safe bringing their dogs to us your pup is not a bad pup we just all agreed that we were not the right environment for him we wish you both the best and then there was a a much longer back and forth that i do we want to hear the final response (laughs) here we go (laughs) 
Thank you for your well wishes. In your opinion, it's not okay for me to reach out to a customer, which is just so you're aware, there's an option Yelp provides on the review called compliment, where you can add a note to your compliment, which I've simply used. So technically, no, I did not contact them. It was similar to me liking and leaving a comment on their social media post. In my opinion, it is not okay for you to never own up to your mistake and never apologize, smiley face. In the end, all you had to say was basically, well, too bad it didn't work out. And chose still to pin it on my boy, just like in your previous reply, which you've now deleted. (laughs) So I guess what has happened is that this dog did not pass whatever test Mm -hmm. that Riley's doggy daycare requires and was showing like aggressive behavior, which according to the owner had never happened. She sent him to a new place. He's happy there. And then she decided to like shit talk Riley's doggy daycare. And she decided to burn Riley's doggy (laughs) daycare to the fucking foundation. (laughs) Yeah. And like a very reasonable response of like, you know what? Um, Other people are having good experiences. Different folks. It's all right. Your dog didn't. Maybe your dog just didn't vibe here. I love the idea of it's like um, a couple leaving a restaurant, you know, and they say to the Mm -hmm. waiter, they're leaving. I love that idea. Fuck off, fuck off. Uh, They're leaving the restaurant. They say to the waiter, oh my God. (sighs) Thank you so much again, Damien. Um, Give our compliments to the chef, please. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. He will be so excited to hear that. We love it here. We really do. Um, You guys always do a wonderful job and there's nowhere else that my wife and I would rather spend our anniversary every single year than with you and the chef. So thank you again. Well, we are so honored to be able to host you and your lovely wife year after year. It means the world to us that we can be part of your memories and your marriage. All righty. You have a good day. You as well. They're walking back to the car. God, I really think they outdid themselves this year. Yeah. Truly, truly remarkable. Woman approaches them out of the bushes. (laughs) Heard you gave your compliments to the chef. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, we, we, I don't have any cash. I don't have any cash, but you can, you can take what? my wallet. You can take... What? I'm not Are robbing you. No. I just heard that you gave your compliments to the chef. Well, y- yes. Well, we and I thought you did. should know that he wouldn't let me bring my dog in there. Oh, um... I'm sorry to hear that, but we do have to be getting back. The sitter should be leaving soon. Uh, have a good night. Um, honey, why don't you, um, why don't you go back inside? Where are the keys? Where are the keys? Okay. Um, do you have the car keys? I have the car keys, yes. Um, uh, I'm going to run. You stay, no, you stay here. Stay here by the front. Stay here by the front. I'm going to go get the car. I don't want you walking through that parking lot with her. Stay where the window by, so Damien can see you. Okay. 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 I'm going to go and get the car. Um. Okay. Okay. Okay, miss, miss, I'm going to go get our car now. I, we would really prefer it if, I would really prefer it if you didn't speak to my wife. <clears throat> Just pretending to be on my phone. You heard what I said, right? Oh, my God. Um, that he wouldn't oh. let my dog in? He wouldn't let your dog in. That's right. I'm sorry about that. The, the name of the restaurant is the Whiskey Dog. And they wouldn't let my dog in. That doesn't seem weird to you. I'm sorry, why do I have anything to do with this? You gave them your compliments. Yes, because we had a really wonderful night and the food was fantastic. The service was impeccable. We've come here every year for our anniversary dinner where we had our first date. Okay. What if you had a dog? They wouldn't let you bring it in, would they? Well, we do have a dog. Have you ever tried to bring it? 
No, because this is a five-star restaurant. And that Just doesn't bother the- you? No, because our dog is not a service animal. and Neither is mine. Of- Okay, so it's less, it's even less of an issue that they wouldn't He's let you bring it in. He's a good boy. He's never done what he did before until that day. What he did before? Yes. He's always been good. It was something they must have done that made him behave like that. But you said they didn't let him in. Right, because of what he did out front. <laughs> I hate to ask, but what did he do? Well, I'm scared to tell you because you'll base your whole opinion of my boy based off of this one incident. Just like those. I don't know you and I don't know your dog. I don't really care what your dog did or didn't do. Okay, he bit. (laughs) Big deal. Dogs bite. Okay, he bit. A person? Yeah, whatever. God, that's not good. Oh, what? Oh, you're on their side now? Did your dog bite one of the staff? Yeah. That waiter in there. Damien? Ever notice how he walks with a limb? (laughs) It's because Ferdinand bit him on the rumpus. I look inside and Damien's just staring at the woman. God. Oh, God. Well, then of course I'm on Damien's side. That's horrible. Your dog shouldn't have done that. And you should train your dog better to not do things like that. At least put a muzzle on it. Put a muzzle on it? Would you put a muzzle on a baby? No. Because then why would you have... put one on my fur, baby? That is not the same. What is your name? Roxanne. Of course it is. Roxanne, that is, putting a muzzle on a baby is not the same as putting a muzzle on a dog. I, but you can agree they're similar. No, I can't. Uh, because muzzling a dog is can be safer for the dog and the human because sometimes dogs get overexcited. Whatever. Clearly, I know more about dog behavior and ownership than you do. I beg your... What kind of dog do you have? I have a mix. Okay, how old? Three. Well-trained? Very. Doubtful. If he's so well-trained, try and bring him to the restaurant. <laughs> Oh, you think your dog's better trained than me? You bring him to the restaurant and see if he can resist biting that man's yams. You know what, Roxanne? I will. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., peak restaurant dinner hour. You bring your dog, and I'll bring my little rover. And we will have a train-off to see which dog can resist biting the yams of Damien the waiter. Got it? Or are you scared? Because you know that my dog's going to win. I'm never a scaredy cat. I'm a bravey dog. <laughs> God, the next night. This, like, pit mix named Rover, and what kind of dog did she have? Um, I don't think you ever said. I don't think we ever said uh, that she has a uh, huge chihuahua. The biggest chihuahua you've ever. It's a chihuahua, but it's the size of a border collie. It's really upsetting to look at. <laughs> Rover and Ferdinand. Okay. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Your dog. Come, come, come. Heel. The dog just starts screaming. Heel. Oh, God. Where did you get your dog? Where did I get him? From the yes. ranch. You didn't get. Is that the one with the horses? Yeah, the ranch. They said they found him eating the hay, and they wanted to get rid of him. They were going to put him down. But I said, I'll take that little guy. It's not so little. Well, anyway. Because I feed him 
human food. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Pork okay. pie. Damien? Damien? No, I'm not coming out there. Damien, please. It's just for an experiment. It'll be over so soon. No, that dog's gonna bite me again. Damien. Damien. Go away, Roxanne. Go away, Roxanne. I don't want to see you or that little rat ever again. Chef. Come on, Chef. Make Damien come out here. Why? Why must you do this at my restaurant? <laughs> come on. I just We're try so to make a sorry. food. Luca, we love you, but this does have to be resolved. Oh, Damien, go display your ass. I don't want to display my ass. It's going to get chopped to pieces. Damien, if you don't do this, then dinner service will be a nightmare. Oh, well, I can't have that. Nobody can. Not at the Whiskey Dog. The Whiskey right. Dog. My favorite the- <laughs> Italian restaurant. For the Whiskey Dog. And for you, Luca. I I'll love you, Damien. I love you, Luca. You are the best waiter and also my husband. <laughs> you are the love of my life. I will never forget your sacrifice. <laughs> Damien stands like he he stands at the at the entrance to the restaurant, but he just exposes his bare ass. Only puts that outside the door frame, <laughs> so the rest of his body's still in the door. It's just his ass sticking out. Come on, Ferdinand! Come on! Don't do it! Don't do it, Ferdinand! Oh, you have to unleash your dog and get your dog to sit next I to you. I will, as long as you do it first. <laughs> Ferdinand is pulling at the leash and just, ah! He will. He'll settle. He'll settle. He'll settle. He settles. <laughs> Rover's perfect. Got like looks like a little baby seal with like big eyes. Okay, Rover. I unclip the harness. Stay. Good boy. You, that's not a real, (laughs) your dog's not real. That's not a real dog. You've got a fake dog. No, I've got a perfect, he is the goodest boy. He's my little pupperino, and he loves his mom. (laughs) Go ahead. Take Ferdinand off the leash. (laughs) Scared? No. Bite Damien's ass? No, I'm not scared. I'm a bravey dog. On the count of three, I'm gonna let go. Ah! <laughs> and whatever happens, we all agree it's not on me, right? It's your fault for making me do it, or maybe his fault for having his ass out. <laughs> no, no, I can't let you untie that dog because we all know that as soon as you do that dog, it's gonna rip that poor man. No, I'm doing it. Three, two. Ah! One. She lets go of the dog. There's a moment of silence as the dog stays completely still. The crowd gets their hopes up, only for them to be immediately dashed. The dog rips into Damien's ass. Goes. They both go flying into the restaurant. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> I got to it. I was wrong. I don't even know how I feel now. Damien's just being torn apart by this dog. In the, in the background, Damien's just screaming. I don't feel like a winner. I don't feel like a loser. Well, you should feel that way, because you're no. a bad lady. Well, I don't, so. <laughs> okay. Let's go, Rover. Rover stands up on his hind legs. He walks over to Roxanne. Shakes her hand. 
gives her a pat on the back. <laughs> it's back. Good boy. Roxanne's dog has basically fully eaten Damien's <laughs> entire ass. Someone in the crowd goes, Oh, that's what she meant by she feeds it human food. <laughs> magical, magical limbros. Magical limbros. Um, do you have another one? Sure as fuck do. Easy with that. <laughs> sure as hell. Sure as I'm sure of anything. I'm positive. Five stars from ten. Five. (laughs) This is for one in Las Vegas, the name of which I forgot to record. Um, So sorry about uh, sorry about that. Whatever, mate. Tammy F. Five stars. Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye Baker says. (laughs) Five stars. It's okay. The webcam is the best feature, and you can ensure that your pup is safe and in an air-conditioned area. I feel if they played relaxing music and had toys for the pups, the experience would be much better. Also, if the staff could sit and talk or read to the pups, then alternate cleaning the area, that would be even better. In the break room with the doggy daycare. Hey, everyone. I know we're just finishing up our meeting and we're about to go back and play with the little pupperinos, but I had an idea for maybe a new feature at the doggy daycare that we could implement. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Shoot. Um, and I know, you know, I'm just, I'm the youngest person here, and so I know I haven't been here as long, but maybe something like an open mic night for the dogs could be really fun. Maybe that's stupid. That's not stupid, is it? No, Carol, we love that idea. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, great. It'll be like a talent show for the dogs. They'll love it. It'll be a great fun enrichment activity for them, watching us perform. And good for socials. Wait, hang on a minute. I think I was... I'm not saying I don't like the idea, but I think I was confused. When Uh you said talent show for the dogs... I thought you meant, like, we might dress the dogs in cute outfits and pretend they were doing a talent show and then send the pictures to their parents and be like, ooh, you know, Tabby got first place and, you know, tap. But that wasn't what you were suggesting. No, that wasn't what I was suggesting. What I was suggesting is the dogs could use some entertainment. All they do right now is play fetch, play with each other, sit, nap. Maybe if they watched us showcase our talents, maybe they will be really excited to come back. Oh, but Carol, that's a full day for a doggy. I don't know. You know, they love to play. I don't know if if having them sit stock still watching you do your little show and dance is really what they need, sweetheart. Well, um, if I may, Louise, you never know because you haven't tried it. No, Carol has a good point, Louise. You know, we did say there are no bad ideas in the brainstorm. So, I suppose, um, what's the harm, right? Thanks, Charlie. I knew you'd be on my side. So much for husband and wife. (laughs) All right now, Louise. Not in front of Carol. All righty. Um, how's a Thursday noon look for you? Could you want to just give us a time to prepare? 
Oh, yeah. Take as long as you need. We want to give the dogs the best experience possible. Right. Well, it's the first one. We don't want to burn the whole, all the talents on the first one, do we? So. <laughs> Cut to 11, like 50 on the day. Everyone's like backstage. The dogs are just being dogs. Hum, 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 Guys, can we, can we huddle up for a second, please? Yeah. What's, what's going on, Carol? I know this was my idea, and it was a really good idea, but um, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous. Shut up, you're a star, they're going to love you. But I'm getting a little, a little stage fright. No. I didn't expect to feel this way. The show must go on, Carol. Take a deep breath and get a hold of yourself. I just, I hope they think I'm good. I hope they like the show. Look at them. Peek from behind the curtain and look. They love you. They can't wait. They're clamoring for it, Carol. <laughs> it's just normal dogs doing normal shit. They're just like kind of running around. Like 10 of them, maybe. Like a totally <laughs> normal number of dogs. <laughs> oh my God, it's a packed house. Oh my God, they sold, we sold out. We sold out. We sold the place out. Oh my God. All right, you two, you need to get a hold of yourself. Okay? <sighs> Yeah. When I decided to yeah. be stage manager for the talent show, I said, we are going to run a tight ship around here, and the start time is 12 noon on the dot. These people paid good money oh. for their seats. They're going to watch a good damn show, okay? I know, I know. I'm just, oh my God, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. Slaps her it's across the face. Crowd. You need to get oh. a hold of yourself, Carol. Uh, you're right. Do you see Digby out there? Digby's who I'm most nervous about. He's, of course I see Digby. He's 13 years old. He used, to be a, he used to be a dog in Hollywood movies. He was the heir bud, you know? He was, he was not the titular bud, but he was one of their uncles. Was he one of the heir buddies? He was one of the baby buddy uncles. That's right. And so you need baby to... He was uncles. one of the baby buddy oh uncles. God. So you need, to, you need to get a hold of yourself because he knows the star when he sees one. He's 13 years old, okay? He's not got long to yeah. live. This might be the last live no, performance this old. dog ever sees. Oh, my God. Well, now you're getting me even more nervous, Louise. As you damn well should be. Okay. I think if we just... Once we just start, I think maybe I'll be able to calm down and just like, get in the zone, you know, get in the flow of the performance. Well, lucky for you, we got a warm-up act. Hey, just because I'm going first doesn't mean I'm the warm-up, honey. Clark, everyone knows that that's the warm-up act. Come on. Leave me a... Okay, fine. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do it, but in my head, I'm the star. That's right, sweetie. In my head, too. All righty, you get on out there. Curtain rises. The lights go out. There's a spotlight on the stage. The dogs are very confused with the change in lights. Welcome, bienvenue, welcome. The dogs look at him for a second and then just kind of keep going back to doing their dog thing. Ferme étranger, stranger. There is a chair, like, reserved. What was the dog's name? Reserved for... A big, big bee? Bigby, 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 There's a chair. There's like a little dog bed with the side that says reserved for Digsby, Bigsby, and there's no one. There's no one in the chair. Oh, oh, okay. Don't panic. Don't panic. Clark keeps singing. Uh, uh, don't be just happy to see you. 
Lyra has to stay. Guys. The dogs start growling. Guys, they're turning. The crowds. Uh, maybe I'll mix it up. <laughs> Two ladies. Two ladies. I don't think the dogs like Candor and Ev. Two ladies. And I'm the only man. Yeah. It's not working. Kane. Louise drags him off stage. Was I a star babe? Did I do it? Oh, you were perfect, sweetheart. I'm never going to forget that performance. Don't lie to him, Louise. That was terrible. Carol, everyone has different standards, and this man is mine. Now you get out there and you show those dogs what you're fucking made of. <laughs> a one stumble on and stage. a two and a one, two, three. You got this, Carol. Uh, taps the mic. This thing on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh uh, uh, um, sorry. I'll get started. <sighs> Somewhere mm. over the rainbow. Mm. All the dogs soften. Digsby Bigsby starts kind of slowly padding his way over to the dog pit. <laughs> way up high. The dogs kind of start looking at each other like, There's a land that I've heard of once in a lullaby. Digsby Bigsby sits down, takes out a notepad, (laughs) starts scribbling a review. Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. You can see Digsby Bigsby is kind of humming the song along to himself. It's taking him back to when he was a young man. <laughs> Wait. I know we have a special dog in the audience tonight. <laughs> Digsby Bigsby. Yeah, you know him from being one of the baby buddy uncles from Airbud. Get on up here, Digsby Bigsby. Why don't you finish out the song? Yeah, you. <laughs> he plods. He has to up. lean on the other dogs to help get him up. Excuse me. Excuse me. Here you go. How about we sing it together? Okay. Cut to someone's living room. They're watching a live. Hey, honey, I'm just going to check on the dogs really quick. I haven't watched the live cam in a little bit. Yeah, okay. Then we're going to Mai Tais later with the the Carols. Uh, The Carols. The Carols. The Carols. Carols. Yeah. 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 Mai Tais with the Carols. All right. But you check on Pooper. I hate when you call him that. Oh, sorry. It's my Digby Bigby, but I love to call him Booper. I open up the webcam. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jonathan, come here. What? 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 Is he okay? He's just fine. I never thought I'd see him do something like this again. That's our Pooper. That's our Digsby Bigsby boy. He dies. <laughs> you hear a slow clap from the back. <laughs> Emerging from the shadows. A great Dane. That was a really good one. 
Why haven't she star power like that since I first met Rocky? <laughs> it was Scooby-Doo all along. <laughs> magical, magical, uh, magical sparkling segment. improv comedy. <laughs> Shook me all week long. I do think it was magical. I think there were a lot of magical elements. There was certainly something magical about that. And I don't, and I don't, and I won't, and I won't elaborate. What's been shaking you? What's been shaking you? Shit, you said it first, so I have to go first. Uh, I have one. Okay, fine. I have two. Oh, she's bragging now. One, I have been getting better at Mario Kart because I kind of plateaued. Okay. But I've been playing online, which is kind of really helping me get better. It's three in the morning. Daniel I mean, just about Daniel Alfred, wakes up about. and he pats the bed next to him. Wait, where's <laughs> he? Just hears the muffled sound from downstairs. Riley, it's three in the morning. What are you doing? <laughs> I've got to try out Yoshi with the button wheels. Anyway, so that's been really fun, <laughs> and I have felt very cool and productive. Um, but when I'm not doing that, I'm back into reading. Um, and I trade off. Between, fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm right now reading a no, book No, reading school, and I love it. And I love people who read. I'm reading The Master and Margarita. What the fuck is that? Uh, it is a, a Russian classic novel by Mikhail Bulgakov. Um, Holy shit. It literally makes me feel so smart to be like, yeah, I'm reading and thoroughly enjoying The Master and Margarita. And here's why. One, it's a very good book. <laughs> I Two, opened this episode talking about how much I was watching Billions. <laughs> here's why I'm loving it. Okay. And well, here's why I'm like proud that I'm like really enjoying it and loving it is because one of my high school boyfriends was like a very big like sad boy lit into like literature and like is he single? <laughs> um, and he would always be like, "Yeah, my favorite book is Master and Margarita." And at like 16, like his more favorite like, book was more like Masturbator and Margarita. And I thought that was very cool, but I remember trying, like, I when I was 16, like, I tried reading it, and I thought it was really boring, or, like, it was just too dense for yeah. me at that time, and so I felt really stupid, I felt like I'd never get it, and now I'm loving it, and so I'm like, ha, I'm, I've bettered myself, and I'm a better reader, and I, uh, yeah, I feel cool to now be enjoying that book for myself. Um, I'm glad that your boyfriend from when you were 16 probably thinks you're cool now. Um, that's awesome he for has, you. Yeah, shut up. What's I'm glad that Timothy Chalamet from Lady Bird thinks you're cool now. Alfred, I swear to God, that when I watched Lady Bird for the first time, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Who's surprised? Nobody. Who's surprised? Nobody. Nobody, Nobody was ever at all. What's been shaking me? Well, since you asked, I went to a screening of The Room three nights ago where Greg Sestero, the man who played Mark, was doing live commentary. <gasps> Shut and up. he left every time there was a sex scene and went back out into the lobby because he was so uncomfortable watching himself what? do sex scenes on screen. Um, it was really wild. It was really wild. It was like very, very bizarre. It was at the Alamo Draft House in Chicago. I got a ticket like two days before. I like saw like my friend was like, you know, there's this happening, and I was like, I had no idea. There was like no advertising for it, and I was like, sure, I guess, uh, I guess I'll go if there's still a ticket. And there were still tickets like two days before. 
Um, and it was it was a really bizarre experience. He was super cool though, actually. He was a very sweet guy, and he had to put up with some of the cringiest questions. Oh god. It's like watching him deftly handle in a QA the question where someone earnestly went, like, does anyone ever think this movie's actually good? That sucks. To like this man who, like, you know has made kind of a whole career out of, like, this thing that he never thought was really going to be. You know what I mean? And, like... That's such a fucked up thing I to know, ask. I know. And he handled it with, like, the utmost grace. And, like, he was so him. cool about it. And he was basically like, you know, hey, if people watch it, is it good? You know what I mean? And he was like... Yeah, good for him. He was like... That, that sucks. <laughs> he was like, people watch... You know, there are people who've seen this movie, you know, more times than they've seen any other movie. Like, that's that's cool. Yeah. And, like, you know, and he was just, like, genuine. And, like, other people were, like, trying oh, to bait that. him into, like, shitting on Tommy Wiseau. You know what I mean? Or, like, telling nice. telling stories about how weird Tommy Wiseau was. And he was like, no, I mean, we're still friends. We're not, like, friends, like, you know, best friends. But we talk. And he's, you know, he's a cool dude. And, and he's a, he's an artist. And I respect him. And, like... He was just genuinely so cool and nice that I was like, aw. But I also took a picture with him um, where I look to be about three times the size of him because of the way I'm standing in front of him. And I'm with my friend Tony and we both look giant (laughs) by comparison, which is very funny. And the movie was fun. I, you know, it's the first time I'd ever watched it with like a crowd, crowd Mm. doing all the like shout out Rocky Horror-esque things. Um, Mm -hmm. And I paid $40 for a t-shirt because I panicked and I felt bad. And I wanted, oh my god, because he was sitting there like signing merch, and I was like, I feel like I want to financially help this situation, <laughs> and so I bought a forty dollar t shirt and got him to sign it. Okay, he's um, an empath. Yeah, I actually sensed that there was something kind <laughs> yeah. of grim about the whole situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, I guess, my what shook me. Um, but yeah, cool guy. That was a fun experience. Cool guy. Cool guy. Well, you can ultimately find Alfred on Instagram at Alfred in it. You can find the show on Instagram at Review Review and on Reddit r slash Review Review. And you can find Riley on Instagram.com, just the web browser, not the phone app, at Riley Anspot, and on X.com <laughs> for as long as it lasts, which really lets me honest, that bitch is on life support at Riley Coyote. <laughs> and as we say every single fucking every week. Every single week. We send this every week. Well, welcome come to to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to, to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was a Hidgum original. <laughs> <laughs>